Hi guys, this is Harry from the True Crime Sisters podcast. Today I'm doing something a little bit different. Um, I'd just like to welcome you to my new mini-sode series that I'm going to be running on our channel. I'm calling it the Unsolved Australia Mini-sodes. These episodes will be shorter episodes than our um, weekly regular ones. They're going to be focused on unsolved cases in Australia that still have the potential to be solved uh, with the right information out there. It's a bit of a passion project for me and I'm a firm believer that the more we talk about these cases, the more likely it is that they're going to end up solved. So these episodes will be shorter, they'll be straight to the point, um, but I think that these missing people deserve justice and hopefully the bigger that this channel gets, the more we can keep the word out there. So today's episode is about a missing girl named Rihanna Brenda Ann Barrow. On the 7th of October 1992, 12-year-old Rihanna disappeared from her home on Wakefield Avenue in Morfitt Vale in South Australia. Rihanna shared the home with her mother Paula and brother Shannon. Although Rihanna's parents were no longer together, she remained close to both of them. Rihanna's dad Leon was living on the Gold Coast at the time with his wife Sandra. It was school holidays and while Rihanna usually spent her break from school with her dad on the Gold Coast, this time she'd chosen to stay home with her mum because her brother Shannon was away on school camp. Rihanna was planning to catch the bus to meet her mother later that day at the Colonnades Shopping Centre, which was approximately six kilometres from their home, to buy a Christmas card for her American pen pal. That morning at approximately 8.30am, her mother Paula was about to leave the family home and attend her job with the education department. Paula had heard on the radio that there was going to be a bus strike that day and went into Rihanna's room to discuss the change of plans. She entered Rihanna's room where Rihanna was listening to Love Shack by the B-52s, which is reported to be one of her favourite songs. Paula suggested to Rihanna that because of the bus strike, maybe she could walk to the Raynella Shopping Centre instead. Uh, this shopping centre is now known as the Southgate Plaza. Raynella Shopping Centre at the time was only approximately 1.5 kilometres and around a 20-minute walk away from um, her house and it contained a news agency, so she would be able to buy the card. Paula then gave her daughter a kiss goodbye and unfortunately this is the last time she ever saw her. It is thought that Rihanna remained at her home until approximately 10.30am when she was seen leaving and walking in the direction of the shops. Sources claim that Rihanna bought the card for her pen pal from the news agency at 11.19am. Rihanna was then sighted again between 12.05pm and 12.30pm walking through the grounds of Morfitt Vale High School and Standback Primary School, carrying a small bag which is thought to contain the cut. While some sources claim that this was the last sighting of Rihanna, I also read a number of articles that stated that there was another sighting of her at 4 o'clock p.m. standing alone near the junction of David Terrace and Ake Avenue, which is approximately a six-minute walk from her home in Wakefield Avenue. Um, I believe that this sighting's unconfirmed, so we can't be sure whether she really was sighted here or not, but it was worth mentioning. At approximately 4.10pm, Paula Barrow returned to her family home to find the door locked. When she entered the house, she was met with a record lying on the floor and the TV still on. On the dining room table was a card that Rihanna had bought for her pen pal, still there in its plastic wrapper. While Rihanna's personal belongings were still in the house, there was no sign of her daughter. Paula searched inside and outside and knocked on the door of her neighbour's house, but there was no sign of Rihanna. 
Although Paula held hope that maybe Rihanna had accidentally overstayed at a friend's house, she knew deep down that this was unlikely, and by 6pm the police were contacted. Since this day, there have been some potential leads that have been released to the public, but unfortunately haven't led to an arrest. Many people mention a white, two-door Holden Tirana SLR 5000 with Victorian licence plates that had been seen frequenting, frequenting the area in the days before Rihanna disappeared. One neighbour of Rihanna's has stated that her husband saw a white Tirana parked in the street on and off in the days prior to the abduction, but that he hadn't seen it since. In a Facebook thread about Rihanna on the South Australian police page, several women mentioned being followed by a white two-door Tirana in the area. Um, it's said to have been sanded back, so sanded. I didn't know you could sand cars, but apparently you can, and that it had a grey primer on it. It was also stated that there were a number of suspicious activities occurring at Acre Avenue, David Terrace and Crittenden Avenue involving a white Tirana around the time of Rihanna's disappearance. Police have called publicly for the driver of this Tirana to come forward for many, many years, but at this point nobody ever has. Another neighbour of Rihanna's also reported hearing a young girl screaming on the afternoon of the disappearance, but it is unknown whether this was related to the case. Searches for Rihanna at the time were widespread and thorough, and unfortunately nothing was found that has led to any arrests. Police believe that due to Rihanna's age and lack of contact from her for the last 25 years, they can assume that Rihanna is no longer alive. They believe that it's likely she was murdered not long after she was abducted. It is also believed that it's likely Rihanna was taken against her will. The police have not publicly revealed whether or not they have suspects on their radar. In 2012, there were claims made by Seven News that police were conducting a full review of Rihanna's disappearance, stating that her family were approached by the major crime squad and asked again who they thought may have taken her. The report also stated that a person who wasn't related to Rihanna but knew her was being reinvestigated. South Australian police deny these claims, but Channel 7 stood by them, so it's still unknown whether this information is true. In 2015, South Australian police launched Operation Persist to help solve South Australia's unsolved murders, including Rihanna's. This operation included extensive reviews of many cold cases and renewed scientific testing. Other initiatives included boosting rewards leading to an arrest to $1 million, which was applied to Rihanna's case, and also issuing a deck of playing cards with missing people on them to all the prisoners being held in South Australian prisons. Rihanna's card is the ace of spades. Police have stated that Rihanna's case will remain open until someone is convicted of her abduction and murder. They stress that the lack of a body does not stop people from being charged with murder. They are still hopeful there will be a breakthrough. A member of the public is likely to hold the key to Rihanna's case, so if you hold information about this case, no matter how trivial, please contact Crime Stoppers. The entire case can be solved by a former friend, spouse or accomplice revealing a secret they may have been told over the years, or a neighbour or relative who saw something odd at the time and didn't want to get involved. Police offering immunity and the huge $1 million reward for the right person who comes forward and assists them in providing justice for Rihanna's family, friends and the community. Rihanna is described as being kind, sensitive, caring, 
careful, reliable, and trustworthy. By all accounts, this was a beautiful and lovely young girl, and she deserves justice. Just to run through the information that may help trigger someone's memory. At the time of her disappearance, Rihanna is described as being 158 centimetres tall and 44 kilograms. She had a slim build, her hair was blonde and just below shoulder length, and she had a fair complexion and hazel-coloured eyes. When she was last seen, Rihanna was wearing purple shorts and a green t-shirt with the word hypercolour across the front. Her shoes were white Lynx brand sneakers with bright pink tongues, and she wore white socks. If you hold any information that may help lead to the apprehension of Rihanna's killer, please contact Crime Stoppers on 1800 333 000. 1-800-333-000. Thank you for joining me on my first episode of Unsolved Australia Minisodes. If any further information about Rihanna comes my way, I'll be sure to keep you updated. Let's bring attention to these cases and put pressure on people to bring new information to light. The more these missing people are talked about, the harder it is for the perpetrators to relax and enjoy their lives while their victims remain without justice. Thank you.